In this episode, we talk to Dill Boss, a rising hip-hop artist and a graduate of the University of Miami. Thank you for being here, and I hope you enjoy the episode. I'm good, bro. How you doing? Chilling, chilling. Started my first week of work. Getting busy, getting after it. Yeah, but how's how's that been? It's been pretty solid. The job is pretty cool. Meeting some dope people. Um, I'm in the medical sales industry now, so basically, I'll be able to like travel hospital to hospital, um, sell some products, get to install stuff. Um, it's just a good starter job out of college type thing. So I'm looking forward to it. Finally got some markets. What what company is it? Medline. Uh, They're headquartered in Chicago, but we literally like travel everywhere. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. That's cool. Are you are you still in Miami then or or no? Yeah, I'm still in Miami. I'm gonna move to Tampa, so a little north, uh, save a little bit of rent money, um, and still just be able to travel. I'll be back and forth in Miami a lot still though, so it'll be cool. Cool. So it's a it's a sales job. Do you do a lot of like? Is it mostly all online stuff? No. So actually, we're going like hospital to hospital, talking to surgeons, doctors. Okay. Um, and if we see any spots like, yo, maybe they can have a better product right here. We literally have a million products, and we could try to like, you know, sell them something that's better than what they already have type thing. But we do anything from like b- blood pressure cups to catheters uh surgical gloves like soaps like a whole lot of shit so yeah you, be you've been you've been to tampa before i've been there once i literally went once. after graduation but i'm hearing a lot of good things about it um yeah people are saying it's like miami's little brother so i've been there i've been there i want to say like two times i lived there near uh near there um you're in Orlando, right no, uh, Bradenton. It's like near. It's like forty minutes away from Tampa. When I went to high school uh, at IMG, yeah. it's a boarding school there. Um, oh, so, okay, I, so yeah, so I got to go to Tampa a couple times. Um, again, like twice maybe, and then to Sarasota. I think I also went there, which is near Tampa. Yeah, gotcha. So there's Sarasota, yeah, Bradenton, and then like Clearwater. They're all like right around. All around there, yeah. Yeah, uh, but I've heard I've heard good things, so I'm sure it'll be. It'll be nice. It'll, it'll be different to Miami for sure, though. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I heard there's still a lot of shit to do about, so looking forward to it. Yeah. Yeah, but, so that's good, man. Um, I know you've been, you know, getting into, aside, aside from, like, the job itself, but, y- you know, you've also been focusing on your music. Absolutely. Um, so absolutely. How, how's that going? It's been going well. Uh, I took a low-key year just making sure I have a lot of content making sure I got some money in my pockets as well because I want to start investing more into my music. Uh, I really want to go heavy into the visuals of everything. Uh, I got the content. I'm just ready to make sure I got a proper rollout and this next year is going to be very important for my career. Yeah. So what, like, what, a I know, so you rap um, and kind of make, but, but, but you don't just rap, you make, you know, more rhythm, rhythmical, I guess music, you know, sure. it's not just melodical to straight yeah. rap. Um, right. What, like, right. what do you, what do you like to do? I like to do it all. Honestly, I could 
I can hit you with the bars. I can hit you with some crazy melodies. Um, and one thing that I always came to learn about myself is I could tackle any genre. So I'll give you the bars, but I could also give you some pop. I could give you some reggae. Uh, I could give you some dance hall. I could literally do it all. And um, my next step is kind of figuring out, like, do I want to do one big project where I bring everything into one or do I want to do separate smaller projects where I focus on one genre? But uh, basically over this last couple of years, I've been experimenting with a lot. Um, I can literally do it all. So I'm just kind of figuring out what sound I'm going to take further. But um, literally what I try to do is make myself available and able to do anything I put my mind to with the music. So, so you're kind that. of balancing your work and your music at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. How, how do you how do you do that? Because I imagine, you know, it's not easy. I mean, it's similar. It's similar in the sense that when when when, when you were in school, you know, you still had to figure both things out at the same time. Right. So in that sense, I mean, you still it's somewhat similar. But again, it's also different because it's not like you can, oh, maybe prioritize the music so much that then you don't do your work properly because then you get fired. It's different right. as, as a school, you know, in school, all right, maybe, maybe I don't put in that much effort in this project and I'll get a B, B minus and it is, right. what it is, but you can't, you can't have that attitude in the real job. So how, how do you, how are you like managing that? Right. Like you said, I mean, the work is different than school because the work is how I'm eating. So got to take that serious for sure. Uh, it really just comes down to desire and your will to really want to make it happen. So I listen to beats all day. So I know which songs I really want to make a song to. And I literally have the lyrics in my head for weeks before I even record the song. So from there, it's pretty easy to figure out what's going to be my favorite song to record when I'm able to record it. Uh, and by doing that, I'm recording a song that I already like. So whenever I'm in a studio, I'm recording something that I could see being a single. And from there, um, I could just take one song or one project that I really like and just go all in with it from there. So uh, from there, since I'm balancing two things, you just take the favorites of what you're thinking about creating and then just pushing it all from there. You don't have to make a million songs just to find one hit. For me, I just literally listen to beats all day. I know which beat is gonna be the one uh, that I focus on. And from there, I just focus my release process. So balancing everything, it's not too hard. I don't have to make a million songs just to come out with one song like I know every song that I record is something that I really love so it's still very doable to balance both who who makes your beats do you just find them online I have a few guys that I work with so one of okay. my main guys is Charlie. Uh, he went to the University of Miami also younger next life uh, they from the DMV they went to the University of Miami as well doing some crazy things in the industry right now uh, with various artists they recently had a joint with Future and Young Scooter uh, on his recent album, and that album went number one. So they had a very important project part uh, in that project. So they're two guys I love to work with. Uh, there's also like three or four YouTube producers that I've been uh, doing some work with over the past three, four years. And uh, people be knocking the YouTube producers, but they do some pretty crazy shit, and uh, they're getting recognized for that even though they started on such humble beginnings on the YouTube side. So uh, I definitely listen to a little bit of everything everywhere, but the, the two closest people I work with, definitely Charlie and Younger Next Life. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's, it's 
I mean, at first, anyone when anyone starts, you know, or most people, you're you're not gonna have the money, the reputation to like you said those YouTube, um, the people that start on YouTube, right? You start smaller and then you grow bigger. It you know it starts at that starts there for for like everything. You have to start small, and yeah, some people some people have like some sort of notoriety from the beginning because they have some sort of status in some other way, right? Or they right. have money that perhaps they can go into this big fancy studio and use it but most people don't uh like for example i for a while i've been wanting to ever since i was a, a little a little kid i i was i was i always wanted to try to make um edm music mm-hmm. and i was always interested in in djing and trying to you know i would always look at the big festivals and the djs that go up there and it's just an atmosphere that i think it's very very cool and i was For like sure. oh man it'd be, it'd be it'd be dope to be in front of all those people you making this music well you made the music that you made you're playing it for all these people and everyone is enjoying something that you made and i think right. that's really awesome so i wanted to try it out for a while and uh, for sure yeah and so and so recently i decided you know what i mean i'm not sure what i want to do once i once i graduate um I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna work, but I'm not sure what I want to work in for sure, right? There's nothing that I really find passion in, right? But I but I've always wanted to try this, and so I, I you know I I'm starting to try it out, trying to make some simple stuff because I don't I don't know much more. I'm using uh, Logic. Oh yeah. Yeah. So on it's the Mac, uh, right? Yeah, on the Mac. Yeah. So it's a complicated software that I don't really know much about, and I'm yeah. gonna learn as I go, right? But uh it's I, you know i gotta start somewhere like you said and you know for those uh producers they maybe start in youtube you gotta start small and then build your way up for sure so, that makes sense gotta um, put your time in yeah. but yeah the software is definitely uh it takes some time to get used to i started mixing my own vocals during the pandemic and the progression i've had since starting it way back then is crazy so i mean i've been doing it for two years now and it takes time but you start figuring it out and hitting your stride with it once you keep practicing. Yeah. Sure. And you got, and you gotta, I mean, from what I'm, from my understanding, you gotta have some sort of um, music theory knowledge, um, at least something basic because at least for, you know, for, for see, well, I mean, I, I guess for any type of musical creation, whether it's vocals or making a beat, you, you have to have knowledge about music, yeah. but, but for making beats, you know, you have to know which chords go together and chord progressions and all that stuff. And if you don't, and I don't really know much about yeah. it, I've played a little bit of the piano before. I used to play the drums a little bit also, but I don't know much, much more like aside yeah. from that. So it's something I have to get into. I have to learn, sure. uh, but, but I'm excited. Started. Yeah, for sure. The chord progressions and the music theory is definitely something the producers got to know a little more than the artists, because working with those softwares and stuff like that, it could definitely take some time to make sure those chord progressions are right. But I was lucky. My mom made me take vocal um, and choir all the way from middle school to high school. And that's how I just really understood how melodies worked. I wouldn't consider myself a super good singer or anything. But just knowing how to work melodies has helped me a lot. And I'm able to make things sound good. I wouldn't consider myself a Trey Songs or anything, but I know how to make a melody work and how to make it work and flow with a beat as well. So 
uh, my mom definitely helped me get into something I wasn't that interested in, but it's paid off huge dividends because now I love to make this music. So, yeah, I I imagine it's different for each genre of music, but like, what's the industry like, at least in hip hop and and your style of music? How, like, how does how does one I guess move up the ranks and what's the process to do that right. I mean, because I, I don't know too much about <clears throat> it I, like and i'm sure like i said i think i would imagine that it's different for each genre of music but at least for yours yeah. like, how, how does how is it done so over the past like three or four years hip-hop has become the number one most consumed genre so there's people that you see that truly talented and they're making it and then you see some people that they're not really the most talented, but they figured out ways to just market themselves and separate themselves from the crowd. So at this point, um, during the pandemic, like myself, I was able to get a little in-home studio, start recording my own music and mixing my own music. Uh, because of the pandemic, a lot of people started rapping, like straight up, a lot of people just started rapping that never rapped before. And there's a lot of people that are genuinely talented and there's also a lot of people that nobody knows. Um, I'm in a point of my career where I think I found my sound. Uh, I'm 100% confident in everything that I create. But your way into getting in the industry and making sure you're known is just marketing, promotion, and visuals. And with me being out of college and being able to have my own funds, that's something that I'm going to be focusing on. So making sure I have those visuals, making sure I have that marketing behind me. Um, I just have to find different ways to differentiate myself, make sure I stand out from the crowd. But basically the industry is full of talent. Like so many people have talent now, which, you know, take it back to the nineties, you'd be famous just damn near for being able to rap, but now everybody can fucking rap. So you just have to find ways to differentiate yourself. And that's the stage I'm in. Yeah. You, you said, you know, you, you know, you now have time to or money to put into to invest which before in school you don't really have that right. luxury and and you mentioned um visuals what do you mean by visuals do you, do you mean like music videos do you mean right. uh music um, videos wait, what, what do you mean music videos visualizers tiktoks the whole nine um i'm gonna be hiring different tiktok creators to do things on my sound stuff like that so i'll be able to invest in stuff like that and make sure I'm giving myself the best shot that I can. But in college, it just kind of got to a point where I have like, I have a lot of hits in the stash, like shit that if I dropped it right now and really had the money to throw it in, it's a done deal hit. But in college, like I, I released a few projects, did a lot of singles, and it was just a certain point where I didn't want to waste drops. And if I didn't have the money behind it, I didn't really want to drop it because I believe in these songs so much that I want to like go all in on them. So um, the second semester of college, well, my senior year, I really started just kind of chilling and making sure I was recording and um, making sure I had everything in line. So that's what I've been doing and uh, just making sure that I'm setting myself up in the best positions possible. Yeah, yeah that's, that's fair. That's smart. I mean, if you don't, if you don't have like the ability right now to put it out as much as you'd want to, yeah, and to or maybe not um, have the 
notoriety yet that you maybe you know plan to achieve in the future then like you said if you have these songs that are really good then you're kind of not giving you yourself the best chance to succeed right. if you put them if you put them out of it at a time when they just won't reach that big of an audience exactly it's like yeah. why even waste the drop so i have a lot coming but i just want to be able to give myself the best shot on every future drop that i have yeah that's smart and so once you let's say you know you get to that point where you are now think okay now it's wor- now i'm at a point where i can now release i don't know an, a specific song that i made that i think is really good and and let's say you put it out and it and, you know it's a it's a good song it, it gets um viewed and, and it, it succeeds i guess mm-hmm. um what what comes next what comes after that like is, do, do you uh, do you reach out to labels do labels reach out to you how does that work i for the most part uh, labels and ARs they'll probably find you, but there's ways to contact them as well. Um, from there, it's just continuing doing what you're doing. Um, I think one song, having one breakout song is good, but you have to be able to display that consistency as well. Um, some people, they have one song they blow up, blow up on and then they sign right away, and sometimes it's too quick. Uh, I'm working under management right now, so once I have that song, uh, basically, I would be in close contact with them and making sure I'm making all the right decisions at the right time. But in music, it's a very fragile game. You really have to make the right decisions at the right time when it comes to signing deals and things like that. But um, I would definitely look into it, maybe start off with distribution deals and not, you know, outright like all around deals, like 360 deals and stuff like that. But I would probably keep it distribution or um, promotional. And from there, I just kind of see where it goes. But uh, there's a lot of people in the industry that I've been starting to connect with, but I'm in no rush to sign anything. I still need to kind of figure everything out on my own, but I feel like I got the hits, but it's got to make sure I'm making the right decisions at the right time. Yeah, that's important. Sure. Is there is there a specific, or is there a particular city or um, place in the in here in, in the U.S. where it's kind of like the hub for Oh, yeah. Um, rising rap artists. Yeah, definitely L.A. and New York. That's where a lot of the labels are. And then L.A. is just like everything in one. So New York, I mean, you have all of the biggest, biggest businesses. L.A. is just like the biggest art scene as a whole, not even just music. So those are the two biggest spots. Obviously, a lot of artists, they come from Atlanta. But I mean, I've seen people move to New York and L.A. just to just a freaking uh, couch surf and shit just to make their way up and make their connection. So like for those who are willing to just go 100% in and just like even deal with a couple of years of being a nomad, those are the two places that people go. So. Yeah. Cause such a, such a big part um, of the entertainment industry, the, the music industry is, connections and being yeah. at those places it gives you the best chance at meeting people that can help uh i guess boost your your stock to right. put it that way right like especially in, in la and la is kind of like a hub for all types of music that's why i was asking i wasn't sure if la was as for hip-hop as well you know i've heard mm-hmm. um a lot of rappers kind of 
like not not necessarily originate, but they um focus some of the music like around Chicago or mm-hmm. uh, like you said Atlanta. I wasn't sure if yeah. LA was like a hub for it because I know yeah. it is, for example, for for electronic music or for pop artists or things like that. Yeah, no, I mean LA still. Um, I mean, it has a little bit of everybody, but people will still do it even in the hip hop industry. I mean, I've even heard about people couch surfing and you never know because, you know, they still got hundreds, thousands of followers, but you know how expensive L.A. gets and uh, they're just betting on themselves, which I respect a lot, but they're definitely uh, couch surfing for sure. Yeah. Do you want to go to to either either L.A. or New York at some point? Do you want to live there or not? not not necessarily. i'll make some trips i'll make some trips i don't know if i'll live there but there's people that i have in both cities so if anything i stay connected by calling them facetiming them um i get to travel a lot with my work so i'll be able to pay some visits um once i'm over in that area so i don't think i would live there but i'd definitely stay closely connected with those towns and make sure i'm still involved yeah I mean that makes sense. You gotta at the end of the day, you if if you don't live there, you gotta be in some way involved exactly with those with those places because you meet people there. Um, and maybe even you know, if you end up signing with a label or something, they will most likely have their like centers there, their headquarters yeah. there. So you you know, in some way you're probably gonna end up being uh present in those places at some point. Yeah. So sure. in that sense, in that sense, that makes sense. But um, I guess right now you'll you'll stick to Tampa. That's your yeah. I'll stick to Tampa. Yeah. See where everything goes. But uh, yeah, I'm still 22. I got time to figure everything out. A lot of things that I've read up on, like you don't even really reach your peak artistry career until you're like 26. So I got time. Just gonna keep working, keep investing in the craft, and seeing where it goes from there. Yeah. I'm, I imagine that you want to get to a point where you do that full time. We'll see what happens. We'll definitely okay. see what happens. I love music enough to do it full time, but, uh, you know, I got to I gotta pick and choose wisely for sure. But I love music and I would give it my all um, if it's something that I could live comfortably with for sure. Yeah. But you'd also maybe be interested in working maybe in your company or in some other company? Yeah, for sure. I mean, okay. the potential with the industry I'm working in is pretty insane, to say the least. Yeah. So either direction I go, um, I'm going to be great and well off, but I'll always be making music one way or another and uh, pushing the music as well because, I mean, it's just what I love to do. Yeah, I for mean, sure. that's that makes sense. And like you said, the, the, it you know, you, you also have your at least for now you have your your job where you can right. um live from because <laughs> you you need that income yeah. some way or another for sure for sure yeah but i mean i mean i'm sure i'm sure you you have a uh, a lot of stuff up your sleeve a lot of music that you'll probably release like you said in, in the coming year or coming you know months years whatever it may be yeah um I, i'm looking forward to it i've listened to your music it. i like it it's good music thank you, thank you. um and I'm sure if when you get to reach a wider audience, I'm sure a lot of people will appreciate it as well. Yeah, I appreciate that. I mean, I put a lot of work, a lot of hours into it. Uh, I just want to make sure I'm reaching that audience because once I reach that audience, 
I know it's going to be all up from there. It's going to be all up. So just got to find the right audience, make sure they're getting reached out to and uh, they'll gravitate to it for sure. I got some shit up my sleeve. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, I mean, it was, it was, it was good catching up. Good talking to you. Absolutely. Uh, it was good uh, knowing that you're doing well. Thank you. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to plug your, uh, your, wherever people can reach you and your Absolutely. music? So I'm Dill Boss. My Instagram is one Dill Boss. Uh, you can catch me on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, the whole nine, uh, wherever you need me, I'm at. So just search Dill Boss and whatever search bar you have. I'll be the first thing that comes up. Um, definitely check out my latest project, Cali Boss. Um, I'm being patient right now. There's going to be a whole lot of drops. Uh, the rest of these six months of this year be on the lookout for a lot of music videos a lot of visuals uh and trust i'm coming harder than ever so uh tap in uh if you're seeing this right now it's gonna be a lot of progression from right now to the next few years so just be ready all right man well looking forward to it thank you i appreciate you having right. me yeah no of course man thank you all right thank you everyone <laughs>